Hey, yo, this is JC. SD. Live at the news. So, man, we, we are episode three. Talk about some breaking news. Yeah, man, you kind of threw me off with that. So, R.I.P., what is his name, Mike Field. R.I.P. Field. Mike's the guy that yeah, found him. Mike found him. The guy that, that's like a friend of mine that I had, you know, yeah, yeah, some yeah, stories to yeah, tell yeah, with, yeah, right? Yeah, we'll, tell, we'll tell that thing. Right, right, this guy, right? You talk about a bunch of stuff, you know, nothing happens for months and then everything's jam packed into one night. Yeah, RIP Phil. Well, I don't mean that, you know, place over the Phil thing. I know him very well, he's a polite guy. Right, right. I remember him from the uh, pumpkin suits. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Halloween or whatever, right? He's got a suit with a bunch of pumpkins on it. I'm like, oh, what's up, man? The pumpkins. Right. Right. Always seemed happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But ain't that always it? You know, you look at these cats, man. They, they don't have a care in the world. But yeah. then, deep inside, hurting could be. You, know, you never know what's going on, man. Like a lot of people. Yeah, right. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah, you never know, man. You know what I'm saying? Know. You don't know. It's a facade, right? So who we're talking about, people? We're talking about Phil, man. Phil uh, is a patron at the Loom. Yes. Again, we're at the Loom, man. A regular. A regular at the Loom, man. And, like uh, like Stacy or Corby yeah. or Henry right. or any of these cats that are regulars. I'm starting to become a regular. Right. I'm working my way into the mix. You know, people yeah. start to recognize me by name a little bit. You know, yeah. of course, I'm... I'm the only Italian with a, you know, yeah. 30 fucking miles, but, uh... Yeah, yeah, well, it, it I guess it doesn't help that we live across the street. Like, directly across right. the street. Yeah, but, yeah. uh... And again, you know, I want to make light of the, uh... The Phil situation. There's a tragedy. You know? Yeah, and we, don't, and, we, and we really don't know what the cause we is. We, but but we can really make, don't know the kid. But we can make a heavy speculation. For sure. It's drugs. Isn't that what they do in the media nowadays? Yeah, yeah. Even though I don't know about full-fledged media members, right. but it's news, it's topical, it's right. content, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I all mean, kinds of pontifications that can go on about it. And you know what, man? I seen the guy overdose out here, man, about a month ago. Are you another kid? No, he don't. Phil. They had to oh, bring him back. Oh, he did it, but it, like, he survived. Yeah, he survived. Like a month ago. My own. Right out here. Like, that's not... Yeah, and they brought him back. They brought him back. The paramedics came out front and everything. They brought him back. Jump started this fucker, got back to life. Bro. Wildest shit I ever seen. And, and then so a month later, that, he dies. Yeah, so from that... Yeah. Then now... Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that, man. God yeah. knows. Yeah, man. I've jammed my nose into a plate or two. Yeah. Done some shit I shouldn't have done. All right, I'm not saying nothing at yeah. all. Right, right. I never go. Like, I guess I feel bad for the kid. Man. He's a young kid. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't judge anybody ever, man. Uh, a lot of my homies growing up participated. Um, oh, but that crack shit was an instant, wasn't it? But I never got into anything, man. Like, I never, I was too scared. I, that was with us. We would uh, take uh, the crack rocked cocaine and Primo, crush it up. Primo. And yes. Yes, Stacy is ahead of the game. He knows. We would take it and crush it up and place it inside of a marijuana cigarette. What Stacy referred to as a primo <laughs> to educate some of our younger listeners out there. Right. Uh, we used to smoke primos. Right. And um, it down south, 
in South America. They call it the Wulao. The Wulao. It's the Woolies, the Wulao sensation. Part of it is the marijuana, mm. right? And so certainly, you know, we always told ourselves that, you know, we're not hitting the glass dick. We're not right. hitting the pipe. So you're different. So we're different. Right. That's right. That's we're how you right. rationalize it. I just drink beer. Right. I'm not an alcoholic. Right. right. That kind of thing, right? Yeah. And, uh, but you still get the same feelings of despair and that. Uh, honestly, these cats that I ran with, one of the cats was a, a worker at the business that I ran. And uh, they smoked the pipe. Mm. And so I did it one night. They said, here, man, just chill out. Free base. Stand up against the wall. Yeah, not that. Not that. Three, four hundred dollar free base to fucking twenty dollar rock oh, okay, and a okay. glass dick. Okay. Fucking, you know, with chore and fucking copper fucking, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. That whole thing, right? So, no, no, you gotta try it, man. Put the real fucking dip in your hip and the glide and stride. I'm like, fuck, you know, I'm already high, right? Doing powder and shit. And they gave me that shit. I said, hey, man, just lean up against the wall, you know? Lean up against the wall. Take a hit off the pipe. I took one hit and said, Hey, fellas, I'm, I'm going to head to the house. <laughs> you know, I, I went home, sat in a room and waited for the fucking hide to off. I didn't like it. This you wasn't know? your thing. I didn't like it. And then ultimately, that in and of itself was like, What's the point of this whole thing? Right, right, right. You know, right. crack, cocaine, powder, whatever. Right. What's the point of it? Yeah, what, what are you trying to accomplish? You, you know, know, it's, it's, and then I said, all right, well, you know, I'm going to justify it. Again, later on, after I finished playing semi pro football, um, a few years later, I said, well, you know, in the weekends, Saturday night after a game, right. I'll find my guy, get a little bit of snow. I party with these, these, um, Friends, these two girls I knew out in uh, Arlington, college students. Okay. Right? Uh, at UTA. I'm good. Out of UTA, right? And I think part of the reason that, well, I ultimately found out that it was probably the main reason that we would hang out was because I had a hookup from a guy I played ball with, a guy named Danny, right? I saw him go see Danny, right? Late Friday night. You know, it was never an everyday thing. It's once a week. Once again, there's the justification, right? Right. Once a week, right? Go see him. And the type of guy that I was, and I, uh, although not as it relates to cocaine, I fuck with that shit. 16 years, have no desire to. All so, right? So, what, what I would do is, again, what I would do is, I would cop, I call him, yo, it's on. I'm heading out to Arlington. This guy lived in Northwest Dallas. VNS, Vario del Northside, as the Vatos say, right? I'm a cop from VNS. And invariably, when leaving, I'd be driving down the block. About to get on the freeway. I'd pull over and stop, take a key off the keychain, tune up, right then and there. Right, you know, different personality, right. couldn't wait, right? right? Just get started for the ride, right? Well, one night I did that shit. And you want to talk about an epiphany, like an alcoholic, a moment of clarity. I said to myself, this, this is what I waited for all week. 
Right. You know, I was knocking out good money then too. Right, right. You know, $2,500, $3,000 a week. What the money? Right? This is what I waited for all week. Man, this is not all it's cracked up to be. Mm. So I called the girl that I was hanging out with out in Arlington. Like hot little piece. Hey, my guy's not around. Can't come through. Yeah. What's up? Well, we'll make a couple of phone calls. Come on out. I didn't go on out. I went home. Never heard from her again. Wow. Wow. All that just came together that night. I was just like thinking to myself, you know, damn. This is all I can think about all week. Right. You know, tune up. Right? Right, right. Looking forward to it. Go see Shelly and her little friend, hang out for a while. Right. Get tuned up. Kick her friend the fuck out of the house. You know what I mean? And hang out for the rest of the night. You know what I mean? Right. Do the damn thing. And all of a sudden, it all got melded together. You know? When I hit that stop sign. Mm. Oh, yeah. This? This? This was the highlight of my week. This was the highlight of busting my hump. 65 hours this week. For this? Knocking out my dough. Before I couldn't wait for this, because I wasn't playing football anymore. Right, right. Wasn't playing anymore. All right? It was at the very end when I was clipboard Jesus, basically. <laughs> yeah. Be the guy in practice to yeah. throw all the receivers' passes, work with the sixth and seventh receivers, right? After practice and warm-ups, they grabbed the old visor, right? right, right. Stand there in my little uniform, right. looking good, right? With the clipboard. Hence the name Clipboard Jesus. Right? Like, oh, we got him in case something went wrong. Right, right. But we had a kid named Nickerson that was, he's a Grove kid. He was truly the baddest cat in the jungle. Uh, I was, ne- I was, I've never been better than him a day in my life. At my best, his corpse is probably a better, better quarterback than I was, <laughs> better athlete. That good, right? Like it's, he's league MVP. Mm. This guy so handily put teams on his back that were 500 and made championship runs. So I was never gonna start. Right, right, right. Derek was a cool guy to me. Right. Anyway, I heard other shit about him. Like he was a straight up prick, but he was cool to me. Right, maybe it was the maybe it was the QB club. I don't know. Right, right. But I was never gonna start. Right. So it was the same. I practice, a few warm up throws, get ready for the game, go quote unquote play the game, which again for me was clipboard, visor. Standing on the sideline, mm. you know, yeah. encouraging people. Right, right. And then call up my boy. Call up my boy Danny. Hey, Dante, coming through. All right, man. See you when you get it. Right? And all at once, the whole thing, like it seemed like everything went away at the same time. I mm. stopped being clipboard Jesus. I stopped hoovering up half a fucking Peru right. every week, right? And stop fucking with this college girl. Just accepted it. Yeah. Just accepted it. And hey. But what was going on leading up to that? There had to be something going on leading up to it. I'm making money. I'm 
I'm living by myself, right? Uh, on and off again with my two youngest sons' mothers, right? I got all this money. I'm in actually really great shape aesthetically. I mean, I'm swole. I'm 237 pounds, bench pressing 320, you know, when I'm, I'm 36, 37. So it's a facade, right? But I look fantastic in the uniform. Oh, man, that backup y'all got. I got through four passes that year, right? Three of them had a QB rating of 98. But that was straight up garbage time. Uh, the starter was so cool, he wouldn't even... I say, hey, man, don't, don't fucking let them bring me in to take knees. Seriously. Mm. All right, if we're winning and it's time to take a knee, don't, you know, don't go for that shit. And I told the coach, who's a very close friend of mine, don't fucking bring me in to take a knee. All right? I'm good. Right, right, right. But right. You, know, you still have a little bit of that area stuff. I think at that point in time, it was, it's a, you go through ups and downs right in life. Right. And so early on or whatever, you know, in your athletic career, you may hit a wall at 27. You may hit another one at 32. Right. right? But then you tell yourself, oh, hell no, not me. So you rededicate yourself, right? You get competitive. Right, right. Right? So, man, when I hit 36, I got back in the gym and got slow. It's 300 grams of protein a day. Got my bench press up to 315, 320. And I'm just massive. Right, thick and slow, right? Everybody's like freaking scared of me when they see me on the street. I got hair down to my shoulders, right? Right, right. But I'm Clipboard Jesus in football. It's the ultimate fucking midlife crisis. Right there. Wow. And I'm going to see this college girl. I'm jamming fucking cocaine in my nose. Right? I said that every day. No bills were being missed. Right, right. right? That's how you rationalize it. A weekly thing, of course. Oh my God, I, you know what? I work 65 right. hours. I, can I deserve do this. it. You know, and it's like, well, what about your athletic career? What athletic career? Your clipboard Jesus. You look good in the uniform. You're a second coach, which was fun, and there was value in that. Right. Because you run into a lot of 19 to 20, 22 year old cats, brothers from the city, country boys from the middle of nowhere. Vatos with second generation families that play for the teams that are in their 20s and they look to you. Yeah. So that's JC. That's the vet right, right there. That's right. the veteran. That's the guy, right? So there was a lot of value in that. But it was certainly a singular circle jerk for me by myself. No circle, just me. Right. Look at me, I'm still QB. Look at me, I'm banging college chick. Look at me, I'm ripping rails and bench pressing 320. You know, and I'm 36. I'm supposed to be over the hill, which I was. Right, right, right. But I don't want to believe it. You know, our mindset and the thoughts that consume us, my friend, are what we are. Yeah. Repeatedly. Yeah. We create our own reality. A lot of us nowadays are in our own movie. Yeah. We got cell phones for it, right? I'm yeah. in my own movie. Look at me. Right. I'm right. making a movie. I'm the star. Yeah. Right? And it's funny how you go through these shifts, right? And I'm not saying that I'm some kind of reformed saint right now or anything. Different scenes. But something has come over me these past few years 
to whereas I don't want to say that I've figured out the meaning of life, but I have gotten an idea in my mind what I think our Father, our God, whatever you want to call him, whatever form or fashion you see him or Mother Nature or her in or whatever, right, right. right? The one thing he wants us to do is look out for our fellow man. I really believe that. I believe that. No, no doubt. We're all his children. No doubt. That's how I see it. We're all one. That's what I'm not saying I've taken up a freaking no, life no, of charity. I believe that. Okay? But I have placed a lot more value on looking out for the young cats. Try to say, look, you can look at someone and know what to do, but you can also look at them and know what not to do. Right, right, right. I have placed a tremendous value on that going forward. Now, some would say that's extremely convenient, man, because about two and a half years ago, you went from on top of the world to the shits, right. which I did. Um, pandemic. Wiped out my life's work, and that's fine. Bad shit happened to good people. Worse shit happened to better people than me. I right. get that. Right. But since then, my outlook has changed to the fact, or changed to the perspective that, let me try to pay it for Now again, one can say that's convenient. Oh my God, that's all you got left. You know, it's easy to fucking be sober and not break the law when you're in a fucking jail cell. All that shit. Right, right, right. right. That's all very easy. Right. Right? Because you're forced to. That's where people get God. They find God in jail. Well, you turn your back on your faith so many times right. and shit goes bad. Right. You turn right back around and you say, here I am again. Right. I know I turned my back on you. What can you do for me? Let's switch gears. I'd be lying hey. if I said that wasn't me right now. Hey, people, I'm trying to renew my faith. With the Loon Uptown Dallas, the Loon, come check us out, man. Every Monday at 7.30 p.m. The Loon Uptown Dallas, man. Come check us out. Hey, man. Switching gears. There's a lot going on today. A lot, man. Um, and how. As they say the little rascals. And how. Man. Yeah, that might be, I gotta Google that, youngsters. <laughs> you might not know about the, the little rascals. But, uh. And how. Which means, say less. Yes. Or, hell yes. Say no more. Say no more. damn right. That's what they say. Say no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Say less. Say, say no, no more. more. Yeah, yeah. Say less. Exactly. Say less, yeah. But, uh. This Kyrie Irving thing, man. Kyrie Irving. It's kind of, it's kind of mind blowing a little bit. Kanye West. For someone that has not dove deep into it. Yeah. But from the outset, the name of the film is um, from Hebrew, from Hebrews to Negroes. Okay. I, I don't want to fall on a certain side of it, but I think that a lot of people are overlooking the fact that. The original Hebrews were black. Hey. The original man was black. Hey. And for whatever reason, this offends some people. Hey. I'm not a black man. Why am I not offended by this? Am I doing something wrong? The fact that the original man is black and science proves it that the original Hebrews were black, why does that not bother me? The fact that Jesus was essentially a black man, why am I not bothered by that? Am I supposed to be? Hey, man. Am I supposed to be? I don't think you're supposed to be. 
<laughs> but you got a question why so, why are people so offended by that why when when in fact honestly there are no there are no blue-eyed people in the Bible they're not except all of them further at that but, point at that point in time uh, yeah. the sun illuminated stronger those people over there were darker all right what did it say about Jesus uh, skin of bronze hair of wool Last time I checked, man. Sound like me. Wool is pretty fucking nappy. <laughs> All right. Why does that not bother me? I'm not bothered. Now right. my friends will tell me, black and white will say, "Oh yeah, man. Well, you you used to be able to, you know, you could jump, you could dunk, right, right, you right. ran a four or five. None of that shit bothers you. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, whatever. But you know the thing that gets me, man. It doesn't bother. So, so they're saying, they're saying, all he did was share this film. Okay, he just shared it, right? They're saying the, the film. It's false, a lot of false narratives in it, lots of false, fake information, and they're saying it's anti-Semitic. What is the thing with them becoming devils? Is this, is this a perversion of the religion by Europeans and people that converted to Judaism? Is that what's being said? Because I don't know. I don't know, but see, that's my, that's my point. I guarantee you, a lot of these people who are speaking out, Charles Barkley, LeBron James, Shannon Sharp, I guarantee you, they have not viewed the film. I fucking... When you said that, I knew you were going to say that. I guarantee you. Know, you know how I knew you were going to say that? Because you're fucking exactly right. They're like me. They just won't admit it. Bro, I haven't done a deep dive. But I, see I haven't done a deep dive. I haven't, I haven't been to the I film. But I see from the outset from right. the Hebrews. The right. Negroes, it's like, well, what the fuck? The original Hebrews were black. Right. The original man was black. So I'm going like, to view the film this week, though. And so we go from... And he is so stubborn. Oh, he's very stubborn. Because what does he say? But sometimes you got to be. Say, well, they say, well, you know, you're anti-Semitic. He's like, if I know my history, how can I be? You know what he's saying now? I'm Jew. If the original fucking Hebrews were black. How can I hate how myself? Can I, how can I be? How can I hate myself? Right. And I'm like, it's got a point. But hey, man, you look right? at the 12 tribes he's, of Abraham. He's, he's a complex cat. He is. You know what I mean? It's he, like, he's layered. He got layered. He say he retired today? I heard, I heard that. I'm I, out. Did he say that? I'm out. See, see Peace out. I heard somebody say that, but then I Googled it, and I really didn't uh, see any statement. You never know. Everything such fake news. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I saw something about Micah Parsons the other day. This guy ran with it. Micah Parsons from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. He wants to be an Eagle. He clearly does. He was rooting for the Phillies in the World Series. And I'm like, so how come there's a whole hour-long deal on him playing at AT&T in the Cotton Bowl at Penn State and saying, this is where I want to play my pro ball. I want to be a cowboy. And then there's a whole deal on him leading up to the draft with him and his son and his family, right? And it's a, and he gets drafted by the Cowboys. It's a fucking mosh pit in the draft room, and he's got his head down crying. This right. is what he wanted. Right. He wanted to be a cowboy, right? Yeah, yeah. He said it. But oh, it's, it's, it's confirmed. Micah Parsons wants to be an eagle. Yeah, man. Just it's not confirmed. Parading. So you don't know. Parading news. What? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you see these things, and yeah. you're like, okay, so, you know, Kyrie says these things or whatever. The movie says these things or whatever. And I do agree with Jason Whitlock, who said, let's put uh, a Bezos on blast. Right. Which is fine. But we normally don't do that. Right. If you make a movie, okay, great. You have the right to put it out there. Right. If you go see a movie, you have the right to watch it. Right. If it's controversial, if you're a public figure, do you have the right to 
hey man, if you make wanna... commentary on it that's inflammatory? I say yes, but we're talking about PR. So there could be a no also. Right. There could be a no also. Look, when I saw the movie, I understood some things about it. Right, right. This is no different than Marge Schott or Will Smith saying, yeah, man, Hitler did get some shit right. And you know what they're talking about is that the Treaty of Versailles after World War One was designed to cripple Germany. Yeah. France made sure of that. Yeah. Why was it in fucking Versailles in France? Right, right. They were like, look, we know one thing. Cut the legs off these bastards so they don't do this shit again. Right, right. Right? So Germany, these are strong people, proud people. Yeah. Right? Their legs are cut and the reparations are just insane. Right, right. Y'all gonna be paying us for a while so this shit don't happen again. Right. Well, then Hitler says, F that. We're Germans. It's about us. All we need is all we got and all we got is each other. Right now. We did a little jubilating in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right now, we can, get off, well, we can get off into that in terms of, hey, you call yourself the chosen people, you might catch some help. Yeah, you, like might, get some, did this. you might get some flight. You call yourself the chosen people, you might catch some help, maybe. I'm not talking about it. I'm not saying we're here to do this right in that. Right. But it's a proven fact. We rebuilt our infrastructure. We rebuilt our highway system. Yeah. Our economy went from on its knees to flourishing. Yeah. I'm that, not saying but, but, the but methods not, were correct. Right. But you have, you have Will Smith and you have Mark Schott saying, hey, some of the things hey, the hey, guy said was okay. Hey, check this out. Social media wasn't as heavy back right, then. Right, right, But now here's Kyrie. Yeah. Not saying exactly the same thing, but saying, hey, this inflammatory movie, right. there's nobody truth in it. Yeah, yeah, check this out, man. Several years ago, man, I was dating this Mexican chick, right? And I went to her house, well, her family's house. We went to her family's house. So uh, Mayweather was fighting somebody. You had to know that was going to be interesting, at least. No, no, no. But, you but, had to know but, that was going to be interesting. But, but check this out. Somehow, we got, on the, now, I'm the only brother, house full of Mexicans. Somehow, we got on discussion of leadership. And somebody mentioned Hitler being a terrible leader. I said, I said, actually, man, you might not like his motive, but he was a great leader, man. Whipped them boys into a frenzy. Oh, oh they went, they went in hysteria, man. What? What? And damn near, if they had got, if they almost invented the jet, if they had invented the jet yes. with delivery capabilities, with missiles and shit, right. could have been a different deal. So, listen. And if he didn't go into the fucking Russian winter like a fucking madman who was on two types of amphetamines, right. why are you going to Russia? What do you need, man? Fuck so, them. So, come so, to you. So they, they, right? they, they, yeah, they, they could have been different. They go into this thing like, what? What are you talking about? How can you say he was a great dude? I say, listen. I barely, I barely can get your niece here to do what I say on the first, on the first request. This man, he took power. <laughs> he took power. He took it and led people. Uh, 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 and people were like, yeah, we're yeah, winning. Yeah. We're winning. And, and, yes. I, and I'm struggling with your knees here. Right? <laughs> what the right? fuck? And they're like, yes, yes, finally, someone will take it. It's like Darren Woodson used to say about the 90s Cowboys. Yeah, back in the day, we used to, we used to, we, we used to make you our bitch and make you like it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you've heard that saying before, Stace. Real power is taken. 
Yeah, you no take doubt. it. No doubt. No doubt. You want to win, you take it. You take it. You got by to. force. You got to. No negotiation. Take it by force. Absolutely. You do yeah. whatever is necessary in order to take that power. Right. Right. And so it's you would say that now I'm enlightened. So you saying that I'm like, hey, a lot of sides. No, but, but to every story. No, 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 but my but mind. The, the way average person is going to hear. Hear you say that and be like, what is he saying? Because the average person is emotional. And they lack and they lack emotional intelligence. I try to be objective and remove the emotion and just try to see all sides of it. Counterintuitive. Yeah, man. Like Well what if? What if? What if? Y'all always gotta leave some cushion. What if? Right. That is Socratic law, my friend, Socrates. He said, I know nothing, therefore, I question everything. Therefore, I the know everything. It is the pursuit of yes. knowledge. Yes. So I question it. Now, yes. I've always said about Socratic law, it's like everything else, taking in moderation. Right. You're not going to be there like a five-year-old fucking child. Yeah, 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 No. Got to have some common sense. to say, right. well, but why is there this perception? Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Why is it? And oftentimes, and I think what we're talking about with Kyrie is that it's a long-standing perception. Oh, yeah. It's not even about the merits right. of the perception. Right. It's just so long-standing. Right. It's a long-standing. It's long-standing, and so we're not going to go against it. Until hey. somebody says, well, wait a minute. Well, I'm going to tell you a little caveat in all this. I also read that three years ago, I believe, this film had a viewing at Shaquille O'Neal's theater. And he murdered Kyrie. Murdered him. The other day. And it had a viewing at his, allegedly, allegedly, right. had a viewing at his theater. Now, now, what was being said at the viewing? But as we all know, we're like, how many businesses does Shaquille have? Thank you. Right? Oh, and he have like fucking, you know, spray on hair in a can, Papa John's and all this kind of <laughs> right, shit, right? right? That this guy's got, right? You know what I'm saying? You know, Uber for cats or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he's got, he's, just, he's got his finger with so many businesses. Right. Right. Because he said himself, and I'm a huge Shaquille O'Neal admirer. Mm -hmm. I know this guy pulls 18 wheelers into the hood, wherever he lives or is playing, full of toys right. every Christmas, right. and never asks for anybody to well, well, he just moved it down. He is a good dude. And, and, and bought everybody something Oh, yes. Bought a Walmart, I think, But then you see him. Oh my God, man! Like he murdered Kyrie in no uncertain terms. Yeah. Basically, calling a guy dunce, a twit. Like I'm not even down with it. What he's saying is what makes him a moron. Like he just laid into the. But what I really believe, I believe history is going to be very favorable to Kyrie. You know they say that about George W. Bush. Yeah. Yeah. That a lot of the hated leaders. Yeah. That people are going to look back in history and be like, wow. We look at that differently now. Right. Right. This has happened throughout time. Right. And sometimes it flips both ways. Um, Andrew Jackson, first non-politician to be elected president. Mm -hmm. Right. And he was insane. Right. Like, he did some crazy shit. Right. Right. right? Like, he was wild. Right? right. He got impeached. All kinds of shit. Right. Trump, non-politician. Right. And... We look at things differently now as we pull back in a lot of ways on a lot of people. You know, you want to look at it politically, Democrats hold 
JFK, that's that's their guy. But if you go back and look at his policies, they're incredibly conservative. Right. He'd be a Republican. Right, right. He was strong military. This guy started the ICBM race with Russia. He started it. Right. When he said, no, fuck that, we'll build up. Right, right, right. Pro-military, pro-small business, pro-low taxes. You can hear yeah, some of his addresses yeah, when he was working his way yeah. up. Now, the Democrats, I'm not trying to figure out the Democrats, but the guy that they hate, that they hold up and hoist up for, this is the example of the Republican, is Nixon. No. Nixon is the most liberal yeah, Republican that liberal. ever lived. Liberal. EPA, yeah. cafe standards, all that stuff. Yeah. Kennedy converter, all that. That was Nixon. Right. That was Nixon. Right, right, right. Okay. That was him. Okay. The 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 entirety of it. Okay. Oh, he's just diplomat. He's just negotiator. Right, right, right. Which Democrats are always seen as you know, we we reach across the aisle. Yeah, we're, we're right? progressive. They they say they're progressive. That's that's, yeah. that's how they're seen. Right. But this oh, this guy's the devil. Kennedy is our guy, and this guy's the devil. Right. Well, you and I both look at it and say, well, damn. You know, it's kind of wild. Now, from a personal standpoint, I just watched uh, a night in Miami. Okay. With Malcolm and Sam Cooke mm-hmm. and I saw that. I saw that. and Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And what it really is is a retelling of events. And I'll tell you something. We talked about Kennedy dying and their mothers crying. I'm, I'm very proud that I'm part Irish. I love, I love, I know that, 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 that Jack and Bobby weren't perfect. But they were good dudes. Nobody is. That's, Nobody's perfect. That, that said, hey man, hang on just a second. White kids in college don't have to go off the war, but what about the same black and brown ones that do? They were the first ones that stepped up and said that. Say, hey, wait, hang on a second. And Truman said the bus stops with me and said, hey, we're sending them all over to die. We gotta at least take care of them equally. Right? Kennedy took that further. Right, right. You know, and then and then Bobby really was like, hang on a minute. This whole thing is fucked up. Right, right. You know, and so. When you see instances, you hear Elijah Muhammad tell Malcolm X. When Malcolm X was speaking about just the greater situation when he said chickens coming home to roost. Right. He said, he was saying violence begats violence. Right. You know, y'all act like that all of a sudden, because I'm militant, I'm the violent guy. Right. Where do you think we learned it from? Where do, who do you think set the example? Right. And now this guy succumbs to it and y'all are all shocked. He wasn't saying anything about Kennedy, right. but everybody was like, oh my God. And even Elijah Muhammad said, now I've got a century. People yeah. love this man, and they did. Yeah, I gotta sit you down. And they did yeah. love this yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did for a guy in the nation of Islam, the head of the nation of Islam, Honorable Elijah Muhammad, to say, damn, you cracked Kennedy. <laughs> right. That means Kennedy has some weight. Yeah. Yeah. He had some weight. He was beloved. He was a good dude, and yeah, I mean, he had his fuck up. I'm not sure if he had the grudge man. But, but, see, and, why and, do, and why do father, I have to make that disclaimer? His father was a racist. Yeah, yeah, Joe yeah. Joe was yeah. a racist. Right. And Jack was like, I'm sorry. I've, I've played football with these guys. I'm going to war with these guys. I don't see it. Right. And Bobby was even more so. Wait, 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 wait. This yeah. is what you guys see. Because he truly was right. Jack's younger brother. Right. You know, Jack was his idol. Right, right. That was his hero. They fought a lot like brothers do. You know, I'm getting chills talking about it. 
makes me very proud to be part Irish. Right. Very proud. I love these guys. Love them. And, that and you movie, should be proud. Well, that movie is a retelling of events, right? Now you look at Sam Cooke, the greatest, the greatest, most prolific singer-songwriter that's ever lived in the history of the world. No one has written or had more charted songs than Sam Cooke. Whether you like his music or not, I, 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 I'm, 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 a, I'm a fan of Sam Cooke, but I think R. Kelly took over, man. Well, okay. The numbers are what they are. I saw yeah, these yeah. numbers when R. Kelly was alive. Okay. The most prolific, you know, now maybe some guys wrote some R. Kelly stuff, I don't know, but the most prolific guy that owned all the rights to all of his own stuff. Now that's a difference, yeah. Was yeah. Sam Cooke. He was ahead of his he time. Wrote, he was ahead of his time. Songwriter. No, no. R. Plus, Kelly writes for himself and okay, others. I'm not, okay, yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm disputing the numbers. Yeah. I'm not disputing R. Kelly's success. But as it stands, from what I saw while R. Kelly was still alive, Sam Cooke, the most prolific singer-songwriter that ever lived in the history of the world. Period. Okay. He was ahead of his time. Jim Brown walked away from the game at the peak of his game. And if I met Jim Brown, you know what I would say to him? Jim, football is my life. I am the biggest football fanatic that anyone will ever meet. It is my number one pastime. What you did socially trumps that. Oh yeah. In my yeah. estimation. Yeah. Oh yeah. I really believe that. I said what you did socially, what you attempted to do, didn't always succeed. To me, is of more importance than that. Yeah. Same thing with Muhammad Ali. There is only one that we call the greatest. Right. When you say the greatest, you don't mean Jordan. You don't mean Magic. No. You don't mean LT. No. You don't mean Dante Marino. No, no, you don't no, mean no. Joe Montana, Tom Brady. No. All right? You don't mean Floyd Mayweather. No. Well, you don't mean Willie Mays. I got you. I mean, got, I you got, mean got, Muhammad Ali. I got to argue with that, but I'm going to let you have it. But what I'm saying yeah, is... Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. His significance is massive. Oh, massive. He coined it. He won the weather. You're talking about on the oh, in, oh, 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 in oh, the oh, arena. Oh, speaking of, speaking but of, when you're talking about out of it, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, speaking of Floyd, speaking of Floyd and Kyrie, because we want to get back on track by Kyrie. Floyd came out in support of Kyrie. He came out on video and supported him. Floyd is the best boxer that ever lived. Ever. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather was yeah, the yeah. finest boxer that if, ever if, lived. If you're going by, regardless the, if you're going of by the science. He's the best. He's the best. He does not get hit. They tell, they tell you, when you touch gloves, protect yourself. Floyd does not get hit. They say, well, Floyd doesn't put on a show. It ain't his job to put on a show. It's his job to win. To win. Floyd is state of the art. And he connects he is at the a goal. higher rate than anybody. You don't want to act like, what about all these guys? What about Gotti? Gotti fought him. And you can see with his, with his hand protecting right, his chin right, all the time right. because Floyd will knock your ass out. Oh, oh you've never heard you you've never heard around. an opponent say Floyd can't hit. Oh no 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 no. You he never will knock your ass out. You see, we grew up watching his uncle, who was the coldest fighter on ESPN. We used to love Roger Mayweather. Because Roger Mayweather had this thing, and when we get video, I'll be able to show it. Oh, I, 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 I watch you. You throw a punch, and Roger be like this looking at you. Yeah. I saw that so many times. <laughs> Most devastating counterpunch I've ever seen. Yeah. Roger Mayweather. So Floyd's got that. Yeah. And he's got the slick yeah. Patterson, dad, you know, Patterson. Sugar Ray yeah, uh, Robinson yeah. That, yeah. that his dad Floyd yeah. Sr. had. And good punching power. Yeah. Right? In both yeah. hands. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, trust me, Gotti is a tough guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a tough guy. That, is a warrior. that was that a, is a warrior, tough man. dude. That is a warrior. 
Ricky Hatton, tough guy. Yeah, neither one of them wanted. They were like, okay, I'm gonna go in, right. but I'm not gonna risk too much. Right. Canelo, same thing. Canelo's a great boxer, great fighter, but he was like, I'm going in, but I ain't going all the way in because yeah. you fuck around against Floyd, right, right, right. You will die your eye. Yeah, yeah, but I thought it, drop I thought it was very telling though that Floyd, best that ever lived, was the only top black celebrity that came out in support of Kyrie. And you know why he could do that? Independent. He's an independent contractor. I love Floyd. I and love he can Floyd. do what he wants to do, man. I love Floyd. And that's true freedom, man. I'm not saying I, I gotta agree with everything somebody does. But, but he's not compromising. Floyd is non-compromising. But to have the freedom to be whoever you are. You know, he gave 200 million to Harvey down in Houston. Oh, you know, really? Houston's my hometown. I didn't know that. All right, yeah. People in Houston told me that. Wow. He said, yeah, nothing was said. Wow. wow. Floyd said the I heard he does that a lot, too. People that do that. He doesn't talk about it. Let's say shit about it. Wow. Floyd won me over with his talent. But he said, hey, look, you know, I'm going to do my little Floyd impersonation. Hey, look, a lot of people say, you know, they want to have talent <laughs> or, you know, beautiful or athletic children. All I want is 10 fingers, 10 toes. <laughs> and when he said that, pretty good. when he said that, thank you. When he said that, I said, God damn, I said the same fucking thing. I wanted to have good looking athletic children like anybody else. I have three sons, and they are good looking and athletic. But hey, 10 fingers, 10 toes. I love this guy. Right, right. I love right, him. Right. There's so many people that fucking hate him, and I got into it the other day with this guy. They got on to A.J. Brown, the Philadelphia receiver. Right, right. He did some shit in the end zone, and it cost him 10 grand. I missed that. Right? It was something. He did something. Some celebration. And so he goes on Twitter and says, oh, shit. I guess it was a two-handed gunshot. Okay. Cost him 5K for each hand. I said, shit, I won't be doing that again. Two kids. And then somebody. Two kids. Yeah, right. And then somebody says, well, you know, A.J. Brown's a millionaire. It's 10K, and I'm like, I fucking hate that shit. Yeah, I hate that Do mindset. you know how hard it was for that man to make that 10 fucking K? Right, right. Do you know how hard it was? I, I hate people for, with that do mindset. Do you know how hard it was? Not to mention, I don't know A.J. Brown. I know he's from Mississippi, and that's a pretty poor fucking state. Right. I'm guessing he wasn't living in a mansion boy. Right, right. And so, people saw he's a millionaire. Oh, he's got it. I have always hated that. See, those people that tell you if you make it big or win the lottery, just buy me a car. Right. Motherfucker, right. are you kidding? If you make it big and win the lottery, I'm just going to be happy for you. Right. I don't expect shit from you except for you to be my boy. Right. Right. Period. Right. Now, if you say, hey, man, I'm going to show you some love, man. Hey, that's cool. You know, we party, whatever, man. But I'm not coming to you right. or saying, where's my car? Where's my not? Nah, man, that's your money. If if Jay-Z came in here now and we started chopping it up, I said, yeah, man, you know, I did some research on you, Jay-Z. I found out your business failed. And you know what? I'm going to give you 100 grand, man. Jump, jump started again. You know? I said, man, that's a beautiful gesture. I said, but I know, I, I, I swear to God on my kids, on everything is holy, I would say, I can't take it. It was hard for you to earn that money, man. It was hard for you to earn it. I might not be rich, but a dollar to me is the same as a dollar to you. 
We've talked about this before, me and you both have. Right, right, right. Whether you're on top or you're like, yo, I'm on top, I got it. Or like, I come in and I'm like, yo, on top, I got it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. We don't trip on that. No, we say, no. hey, man, dollar to you, it's a dollar to me, it's the same fucking U.S. dollar. Yeah. Right? Now, I, I, Jay-Z might be able to talk me into something that could earn him money in the future and investing. Right. But I don't have that. So it's like, oh, man, wouldn't that be great? All your problems would be solved. Nah, I would say, hey man, with all due respect, all due respect, you earn that money, man. Yeah. And plus, I have the belief that guys like me and you will never win the lottery ever. Why? Because we're equipped. Yeah. With, with, with the tools. Yeah. To make the. You know what's crazy? God is going to look at us. That. I agree with that. I agree and say, that. and say, hey man. I gave what, you what, this. You think I want to, you think? I gave you this and this you, and this. You can't go get it. These idiots that went out of nowhere with nothing. Yes. Yeah. But you. I gave you the tools to get it. it. To right. I agree they with that, get man. It. I agree with that. That's what they say, right? It's like, God gives you a gift. You're a gift back to him. That's what you do with it. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I live by that. I live by that. And guys like Floyd and those guys and Muhammad Ali. And Sam Cook and all those guys, they get back and then something. Hard work and my, dedication, my, my, you know, man. Malcolm X, yeah. Jim Brown, they get back and then something. Yes. They met something. Yes. They made it mean something. Yes. And I'm not singling anybody out. Surely there were white guys like that, Hispanic guys like that, Asian guys course, like of that. Of course, of course. But that's what we're talking about. Right, right. And Kyrie is, he's in a tough spot, isn't he? I think he's in a tough he is, spot, he is in a tough spot. He's in a tough spot, but... I just hope he stands tall, man. Because, like I said, most people who are criticizing him, condemning him, have not even viewed the film. Look what they're doing to him, and you're telling him to hold his ground. He's in a tough spot. You're telling him, hold your ground, which I agree with you, right? We know how much is at stake. Right? I, I get but my, th- but my my take on that, don't even jump out there, man, if you're not in it for the long haul. Don't jump out there, bro. That is good stuff. That's good stuff, Stacey. Because you got to think right. before you do it, and you're like, okay, this could happen. Don't, don't you fucking run hey, your hey, mouth hey, unless hey, you're bowdy bowdy. Hey, hey, you know, man, five years ago, Kanye said, I'm going to say some stuff that I might have to take a hit, like Steve Jobs. I think Kanye took massive hits, did he not? Yes. But he thought it out. He thought it out. It looked random, but it wasn't random when you listen to the old tapes. Well, shit, sometimes that upheaval, man, is necessary, is yeah, it not? Yeah, too, man. No blood, no peace. Hey, man, we're going to get no out blood, of here, no JC. Peace. Hey, man, JC, SD at the Loon every Monday I at 730. Like we could. We could. We could. Hey, we're going to say something. That's fantastic. We got more for y'all next week. Yeah, got more. We're out. Out.